0: Welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with your host, Nicole Van nutritionist, owner, Simply Nick, and taco enthusiast. Join me each week for all things random wellness, including intuitive nutrition, entrepreneurship, holistic living, good vibes, and a dash of woo-woo. I hope this podcast gives you a good laugh, teaches you something new, and helps you up-level your health. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. Are you ready for these crazy questions? I'm ready. I don't know if you are. Here we go.
1: I feel ready. Okay.
0: What is your favorite
1: season? Fall. (laughs) Does everyone say fall? Yeah, everyone's like fall. I love fall. It's so good. Well, and that's why everyone's like, I want to live like in the Caribbean on a beach. I'm like, I would really miss fall. I think I would miss fall too. I miss the transition seasons. And when I lived overseas, I lived in the UK and it was... Like we had fall, but I was like, I can't imagine. I don't know. Canadian fall is so different or autumn. Um, yeah, it's just, autumn. <laughs> yeah. It's so, I don't know. It's like a huge thing for me. Yeah.
0: It's weird because like I hate the winter. Yeah. Being like, cold and like scraping snow and ice off my car. Like I'm yes, such a baby. That. So I love the summer, but I also like the fall. So I don't think like I could just pick one. I know. I don't mind spring either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love sweater weather, you know? The, yeah, with, like cuter outfits. Sweater weather, yeah. <laughs> like my summer outfits are always pretty mediocre.
1: I mean, you're just like so hot. You're just like sometimes, yeah. right? You're just peeling stuff off of you or living in a bathing suit or something. But sometimes. yeah, I don't know. Sweater yeah. I love fall. Anyway, okay, yeah,
0: fall awesome. it is. Okay, favorite form of movement? Yoga. <laughs> yeah, favorite <laughs>
1: Um, Do you prefer calling or texting? Ooh, depends on the situation, but mostly texting.
0: Okay. Um, You have to pick between two superpowers. Okay. Invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. Okay. Why? I feel like sneaky. Yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) I could go anywhere and do anything and like nobody would know.
0: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Okay. The last two are food related and they're not even healthy food related things.
1: (laughs) That's okay.
0: Naturally. (laughs) Favorite type of bread, sourdough, whole wheat, pumpernickel,
1: rye. Oh man. I do love pumpernickel with, no, you know what? Cinnamon raisin. Oh. Cinnamon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? Cinnamon I am drummer. judging
0: you a little bit with the raisins, but that's I don't okay. like
1: raisins either, but it's like the only way you can, you know what I'm talking about? Like a. I I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm not a raisin person either. So okay. I would literally pick them out, but like, oh my God, the smell of the toast, with the butter. Oh. <laughs> Have
0: you ever had like the cinnamon butter before? Yes. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Right? Yes. That was so delicious. So good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just like sugar butter. 100%.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need to find it now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last crazy question. Mm-hmm. Pasta
1: or pizza? Pasta. I am this- <laughs> too excited about that. Okay. This is funny. Cause this is what I would like start dating. I would ask people these questions. Like okay. I think it, you get to know people really well this way. Yeah. And when I was <laughs> even like interviewing people for like, to help me. I'm like, I asked like like, apples or oranges night or day, whatever. I think it's really fun, but yeah, pasta all the way because, which is why I, the person I'm dating now, like my partner, um, he was like, I was like pasta or pizza. He goes, well, it depends. Like he's the first person that said, well, what kind of pasta? And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, no one's ever asked that. Cause you could do like pesto, you could do a blush. You could, like, there's, I don't know. There's so many kinds. Yeah. With pizza, it's just kind of, like, pepperoni, veggie. I mean, there's different kinds. Yeah. But like, yeah, pasta all the way. And, like, for me, too, it depends on, like, where the pizza's <clears throat> coming from. Yeah.
0: Because, like, this is, like, the grossest answer, and people will probably oh. judge me. I don't even care. My favorite pizza is Pizza Hut Pizza. Okay. I mean, I can't eat it because I would, like, literally explode and, like, yeah. my, I would, like, cry. <laughs> but, like yeah that's what we'd have growing up maybe yeah but like if you're just saying like dominoes I'd be like well pasta but if someone's like I'd be like well probably pizza then
1: (laughs) yes yes yeah and like I mean I've had pizza in Italy so like yeah I'd pick that pizza but I'd also pick pasta from Italy too so like you know right oh my gosh is it just like okay hold on (laughs) how much better is it in Italy? It is so good because, and this is the reason that, like, the secret is because it's the water that they use to make the dough. That's the whole thing. Yeah. No it's nuts. Freaking way. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, the source of our water, and they, I'm sure there's crap in our water, and yeah, it's probably way more pure in Europe, and who knows. But um, it's that's what makes the dough. Even for pasta, too. It's like the, the water that makes it. That is wild. Yeah and also like the quality of the the flour and everything totally. and everything is just cleaner there like i think like the food um oh what do you call it regulations there are so different than ours okay and I remember when I lived in France, like the meat was so expensive and I, I don't eat meat, but I was like, well, this yeah. is another reason. But and it was so much smaller and tinier, and not to get on food stuff because we're both no. nutritionists, but it's, it's like, it's such the quality is insane. Like it's just That's everything there is such different. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: and like, okay, even when I was like growing up and like you'd buy like box pasta versus like, remember, I don't, yeah. I still have it, They're like the fresh pasta in the cold yeah. section yeah yeah Yeah, like I haven't had that in like years but I just remember it was like so much better even though it was still super processed and like yeah westernized but like even just that versus like boiling hard pasta shells was like a huge difference I felt like I was like living with like, the life of luxury I know like, I know it, oh now I need pasta yeah time is at 9 30 a.m wonderful do it <laughs>
1: no shame
0: <laughs> Okay, well, today we are talking about tapping into creativity. So to start off, my first question is, Mm -hmm. how the heck do we do that? Mm.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I was thinking about this before coming on here. And I love this because there's so many different ways that you can tap in depending on, like it's so unique to everybody, right? Like Mm -hmm. everyone has their own process, their own like desires, their own like things they're attracted to or excited about. But what I did wanna preface this is, is, and I can't remember if I talked about this last time, but being creative, is actually so supportive for our nervous system. It actually puts us in a parasympathetic nervous system. It triggers our parasympathetic nervous system. Um, because it's so calming to us. And it's like, we're actually using that energy that like was given to us. Like if you get pings from the universe, you know, if you're like, oh, I have this idea drop in or like, I really love gardening or I really love cooking or whatever. um, And you feel like you know you just have this knack for it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you start doing it and you're like oh that like actually like relaxed me but maybe even it energized you in a way because you actually like supported your nervous system in doing something that like you enjoy right okay. so okay. people are always like moving away from like you know creativity and art and all of that is so like you know woo woo wishy washy blah 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 like not you know like, yeah, you know, we just don't celebrate it. Right? right. We're, we're not like, oh yeah, you're going to go to art school. Amazing. Congrats. Everyone's like, oh shit, my kid's going to like begin an art yes. school they start freaking out. And yet like, hello, we all watch Netflix. Where did that come from? Like, you know, we all like, we're on our phones, we're on apps that all came from creativity. Like Instagram is a creative, um, you know, I mean, as much as there are other stuff there, it is a creative process, right. To create content. So <clears throat> I think that a lot of the ways in which that I do is even thinking about when you were a kid and you're like, what did I want to grow up to be? You know, if you're like, put yourself as a child and you're like, oh, like I just without any like, you know, information from your parents or like, you know, you're just like out in the field running through the wildflowers going, I grew up, I want to be like a unicorn. And you, I don't know yeah, just yeah, yeah. about it from a childlike perspective and then following the kind of breadcrumbs to like more, you know? So it's like, okay, I wanted to grow up and be a dancer. Well, like what kind of dancer, you know, mm-hmm. what is the kind that felt good? And then you follow that. And then you follow that and you follow that. Right. Um, sorry. I'm totally going off. <laughs> no, no, this is good. But I think really following those things that make you feel relaxed, feel calm, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's like, you know, taking up knitting or, You know, I know, again, in like over this pandemic, like drawing or, you know, reading things that you maybe never read before, and then you follow those like, yeah, again, the breadcrumbs, like you follow what's next, what's next, what's next. Um, But really also just kind of creating clarity. I always going to bring up meditation and movement and and things because you can be creative. It doesn't have to be so in the box. You don't have to follow a class. You can just let your body take over. You can, like in terms of movement, like dance like an idiot in your kitchen. And like, that's creative, right? Totally. And it supports your your nervous system. It supports your parasympathetic nervous system. Um, Yeah, just really following the things that give you that ping of beauty. Like if you were to look at a picture and you're like, that's so beautiful. Right. The inspiration, you know, where do you go to get inspiration? Where do you see inspiration, feel inspiration, feel into that in your body when you see that picture, that painting, and you're like, oh, I just like dropped in," or it took me somewhere else. It made it made me feel a certain way, right. you know, like tapping into how you feel when you experience something.
0: Totally. And like, even you mentioned at the very beginning, like if it, I, I think when people think of creativity they think of like having to be like a painter like drawing or like very traditional ideas of like what creativity is but like you mentioned even like gardening like yeah like it could literally be something that you already do or enjoy mm-hmm. um, but you just don't think that it's maybe like a creative outlet when it really is like you're using your hands and you're designing a garden and you're kind of like getting into that like meditative state in a lot of cases when people that enjoy gardening and other like activities like that
1: yeah well and and if you think about it gardening may come from a should like I should weed the garden mm-hmm. so you're going into the garden and you start to weed and then you see these like plants and you like look at your neighbor's plants you're like oh that would be pretty here or like you know just getting starting to like the process, especially if you've moved into a new home ever and you're like, what can I do with this space? It's like a blank <laughs> canvas, right? And same thing with cooking. Cooking is like a blank yes. canvas. I've got, okay, like, let me look in the fridge. I don't feel like going to the grocery store. I have peppers, mushrooms, tomatoes. Okay, what can I do with that? You know, right. like, what spices can I add? It's all like art. And I think the other thing is not being afraid to be messy. Yes. yes. Because life is messy. And like, how much beauty have we created from the mess of our lives? You, yes. know? <laughs> you know, you go through a breakup and you're devastated and it's like, okay, I've got to learn to pick myself up. I've got to learn to put myself out there and, oh, I've met this new person and this new girlfriend and a new friend or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, it's like that whole entire process of life being messy and so much beauty can come from a mess.
0: That's so true. And I think, well, like from my perspective, it seems like a lot of people don't think they can do certain things unless they're like, um, good in quotation marks at that. Even like cooking. I know so many people are like, no, I can only follow like a recipe book and I can't like go off of that. And I, and I can't like do this. And I'm like, but but you're good at cooking. And I was like, no, (laughs) I grew up like on European, like meat, potatoes, and like also nineties food. And I had to do trial and error. And like, sometimes it was actual like dumpster fire meals. Like it was bad. And then slowly over time, I like would try new spices or like look for inspiration somewhere. And like now I never hardly use a cookbook and I just kind of make things up. But like, I was never like in quotation good at cooking. I just kind of like eventually, I mean, it was a little bit of necessity, right? Like needing Mm -hmm. to learn how to cook healthier. But like, I think we just kind of get in our heads of like, oh, well, I'm not a good cook so I can't just like go and make things up it's like I mean it could honestly taste like trash
1: yeah but it could also <laughs> taste good <laughs> yeah and I think that that's what stops us that's what yeah. stops so much or so many of us for even tapping into any part of the creative creative process because we think it has to come out perfect and it's like right. think of all these you know like the traditional artists like back mm-hmm. in the day like creating art like I'm Pretty sure the first thing they produced was not perfect, you know, it wasn't like you know, mind blowing. You have to go through the process. And a lot of it is the beauty is in that process, the creativity is in the process, not necessarily what you're creating. Mm -hmm. You know, the actual act of putting the oil, putting the spices, chopping the veggies, that is the creative process. That's being creative. It's not, you know, you don't just look at this meal and you're like, okay, you know, it's it's the entire active it
0: yeah I love that now I want to know what did you want to be when you grew up when you were a kid do you remember
1: I mean I always wanted to be a dancer but okay. I don't know I'm trying to think of before that before I was like influencer saw like a ballerina right. on tv you know what's funny actually I think about this a lot
0: <laughs> oh no I love this guy. Okay.
1: as a kid like in school we there's this group of four of us and I think we thought we were like fairies And we would like, we dug this hole into the bucket yeah schoolyard and we sat there and we had all of these like leaves and sticks and things and we'd like create concoctions yeah. and now that I was thinking about this I was like oh my god I was like reliving a past life where I was like totally a witch or like a healer or something and I'm like where did we get that idea to like pick certain herbs and things and I'm like oh my god this is all coming back now you know like creating teas or like not that i'm doing yeah, that yeah. I, I, I connect with people who like create teas of, out of beautiful herbs that are in your your backyard and like whole like yeah I just I think I wanted to be somewhat of a I don't know, know why like not a witch but like a good witch you know <laughs> yeah no like yeah totally <laughs> like a healer and like in a sense I am and I've you know gone through like the nutrition right realm and all of that like learning through foods and, and spices and all that so yeah
0: right and even like the influence of like after when you started probably seeing you know more it had more dance in your life like even yeah. like right like I know people who are successful professional dancers, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure growing up, like they weren't going into like class projects being like, oh, this is like in careers class being like, this is what I'm gonna do because traditionally I feel like teachers even weren't, aren't, maybe they're better now, Mm -hmm. super supportive like of those like arts and creative based, I guess careers, even though you have to be creative in like literally so many other jobs.
1: I know. And I think about that actually, because I remember when there was this whole movement, what is that show? So you think you can dance, right? Yes, And that got popular. I was like well into university when that was like a thing. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, I wish I had grown up with someone encouraging me to go dance. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I took ballet. I remember being made fun of because I took ballet. like you take ballet, like the guys would I don't know why. Wow. Yeah. Like I didn't tell anybody that I was like in dance or ballet. It was not a cool thing until I was so grateful and lucky, but I got into, um, there's a performing arts school in the area and I went there and I was like, Oh my God, everybody takes dance. Like everyone's got piano after school. So these are the things I was interested in. And I asked my parents, like, I wanted to take flute lessons and what kid takes flute lessons? So I like learned that. And that's where I was going after school. Whereas everyone else is like, uh, and of course this is just as valid, but like soccer or swimming or whatever. I was like the most artsy of artsy kids ever. I love that. But if I didn't go to that art school, and think it was cool or get supported in that way, like that just would have been crushed, you know? And yeah. I'm sure there's so many people around my age, even that like, yeah, you oh, like even to go to university for dance, I I chose not to because I didn't think I could get a good enough right. degree or job. So I picked a different route. I mean, I was lucky enough that my university had a dance like element to it okay. but I didn't go for dance even though I danced the in my entire university and high school okay. because I didn't think I could quote unquote make it or this wasn't a smart move or you know what I mean and so it's so sad because now dance is a huge thing and like there's lots of beauty and dance on tv and like lots of shows about it but that's just dance imagine like art and yeah. like a visual art you know and I'm sure digital even art right now is huge and it just wasn't supported or, yeah, Yeah. it's really sad.
0: And then like you think about like all the different careers now, like obviously Mm -hmm. we think of like graphic designers as being like creative, but I think because we're in such a digital space that like, I don't hear people going like, oh, like graphic design, like that's too, like you're not going to make it. That's like, there's so many, like it's just interesting. But if you said like, oh, I'm doing like visual arts, people would be like, well- what do you do with that actually be a graphic designer (laughs) like even through that right or marketing yes you can be so creative if you're like in the marketing space or like social media like it's crazy so it's funny how it's like I feel like society just like has this like weird thing where it's like all right like painters and drawers and dancers and blah we're just gonna put them in this box yes but oh marketing and graphic designer like you know what I mean you're like
1: which is so interesting because that's like what I'm building right now is like my team. And I'm like, I'm looking for those people, Totally, I'm looking for that creative person that also is not just creative in terms of like, here's a branding image, but like who can like think on their spot and who can like, like, you know, oh, here's, here's one of our clients. Well, what are we going to do with this? How are we going to help them? How are we going to support them? We have to get creative in our mind too. Right. And so Mm -hmm. those like outside thinkers that aren't Again, like you know, if you went to university or school, and I'm not trying to like no shade to anybody going to university I did or school, but it's like you're you're taught to think this way, and anything beyond that, like limit, is like whoa, way out there, or like too creative, or you know, whatever. So, but now, and like we're looking for that, we're craving that, we're craving that, like coloring outside of the boxes. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for those people who can like think on the spot and quickly and can tap into that creative source, mm-hmm. like really fast.
0: Right. And like, I actually find another thing I find funny too, is like all so many business owners that like, even like that have maybe a type A personality, yeah. um, like don't think that they are creative. And I was like, I feel like you can't really actually run a business without having, without having a creative mind. Like you're constantly thinking about random ideas for starters. You don't even have to be good at like graphic design or like actually physically like doing things, but like for myself it's like no I didn't excel at art or something like as a kid I mean I actually wanted to be an interior designer which is very interesting um but it's like every day you're like shit like I'm actually doing so many creative things like with social media and like working with graphic designers for like clothing and like all these things and like yeah I'm doing it pretty like regimented right but at the same time it's like you can't escape it like it's just part of being a business owner but I just find somebody like so funny when like they're like yeah I'm like not creative at all and I'm like we just had like an hour brainstorming <laughs> session what are you talking about like that is like being creative like and this is coming kind of from someone who like also used to think that way too right like growing up I was like well I'm not good at art I'm not good at this I'm just a sports like mm-hmm. kind of person right um but no we like use creativity like in our business everyday life like I just think people again are putting it in the boxes of like having to actually be good at like drawing or painting or something to be creative.
1: Yes. And if you think about it, most entrepreneurs or business owners started a business because they had an idea. Yeah. That was beyond what is maybe out in the market, or they're taking a certain idea and moving it like again, past those limits, mm-hmm. taking it to this next like up level, or they saw, you know, that this doesn't even exist yet. Yeah. So they had to be creative in order to start. Yeah. Right. Or they like, they trusted so much. like, yes, I know this is going to work because I want it or I would buy it or, you know? So it had to come from a dream yes. and that is creative. So whether you're like lying in bed at night and you're like, I wish there was this random ass product, you right. know, and hello, there it is, you know, like <laughs> follow that, go with it, like create it, move with it, start to, you know, put the pieces together. That is creative. That's hugely creative
0: yeah and then you're working with like professional graphic designers and artists to pick up packaging and yeah. branding and so it's like yeah you might not be the one doing it but you're like involved in the process and like that's yeah. like literally part of your every day which is so funny like I just I'm like even like business owners who like have very traditional businesses like maybe they're doing like I don't know glass and doors or like yeah you like farming and stuff and it's like But then they're like thinking
1: in their business mind of like how to do this and how I'm like. Yeah, you're using the creative like synapses in your brain to get somewhere, right? Yeah, maybe
0: you're not doing that when you're like doing your accounting and bookkeeping, but like, or installing a door, like that might have (laughs) a pretty specific process. But at the same time, when you're thinking about like business growth and all this stuff, it's like, I feel like that's like more creative than like, like it's, yeah. it's a strategic in a way, but I feel like that strategy part is actually more creative than right. anything.
1: Well, and and this is what goes so hand in hand is like the linear, like linear, logical, strategic, masculine part of the creative process. And then you have the flowy, open, receptive mm-hmm. part of the the feminine part of the process, right. right? And so you can't really have one without the other because you need that linear, like you were saying, like installing a door is so little logical this I take this step, I take this step, I take this step. However, to get there, you have to sit there and look at the door, huh? How am I going to do this? What if, you know, you have to go through that like little bit of kind of trial and error, but that trial and error comes from a thought process. This is like so like like neuroscience, you know what I mean? But it's it's so true. It's like where like the left and the right side of the brain have to work in synergy together to create something in general, to create a product, to, to go through the movements of, you know, putting the door together, taking the door off. Oh, what about this color? Um, this doesn't work with, you know what I mean? So there's, there's the two. So I think I talked a bit last time in our last podcast of the cup. So like the actual physical, I have a mug with me. Like this yeah. is the structure is the masculine and what goes in is the, the feminine. So you need that structure to support the feminine flow and creativity and receptive. it. Like literally like the mug is receiving, yeah. you know, the, um, the liquid or whatever, but it you need both. Right. Like if, and if you have an empty cup, well, you got no juice you got nothing to produce. Right. So it's all of that working together in a really beautiful way to create something delicious, like a mug of coffee.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, just like, it's too bad that like, that isn't taught more, not like, not even like have to get that deep into like, you know, high school or elementary school, but it's like, I remember Brendan and I've actually had this conversation probably a couple of years ago when I like, was like first kind of in the, like ramping up my business. And it was like, People know me as like my Capricorn energy, getting things done, being efficient. And I am 100% all of those things. Yeah. But I was like laughing because I'm like, pe- like, my friends asked me for like, interior design tips. And like, I remember I did my careers project in high school on being an interior designer. And I wanted to do that until I found out Ryerson required calculus. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh. I was like, what the heck? I can't do that. I, I was, was like, oh. I actually, mentally cannot do that. Like, no. I, I will actually flunk. Yeah. Um, but like it's so funny and then like, you just kind of like push that aside and like especially because I was always like the athlete growing up and then Brendan's yeah. like I feel like you are so much more creative than you actually give yourself credit for or realize I was like the kid that like would redo the room like my mom would literally let me like repaint and like get new bedding uh-huh. and like decorate and she also is really into that but she like I like told her that like, she grew up like was a nurse and now she has like another job and I'm like you need to like retire and like open like a home decor store I'm like you're so good at this but it's yeah. so funny how like we've just all kind of just gone through our lives following these you know
1: well and even structures now it's like you have that permission to get creative because you have the stability of your business and you're like oh yeah. Now I get to look at the space in which I create, which is another thing I wanted to to talk about is, is to, or sorry, another um, element of tapping into creative creativity is the space in which you create, whether that's in your mind or your Mm. like physical space, it should be inspiring. Right. But I wanted, sorry, just to go back as like a circle part of where you wanted to be an interior designer. You went through this whole entire process for like, I don't know how many years, 10, 15 years of going through school and that structured phase and like creating the structure of your business. And now you finally have this like space to be like, okay. And, and probably more like funds you know what I mean? That, that structure of the money or the, sorry, the masculine of the money as well to be like, okay, I now desire to have this space that makes me feel like lit up be like, I see Mm -hmm. beauty. I see all the things that make me feel like that. I love all around me, whether that's plants or crystals or, you know, beautiful art on your wall that that's like come full circle because you know, and again, not to knock the school system at all, but like it it doesn't allow for that. There's no like, Hey, go into this corner and make it beautiful. (laughs) Like That's not the class. Right. So it's just, it's interesting how and I've done the same Whereas, like, I actually went to school for marketing. I think I, I forgot about that. Like literally. was yeah, like all oh, that minor detail. Like, oh, and I like, I wrote, I, I took communications in university and That's I'm amazing. literally writing now as copywriting. Yeah. And, so, and, and I've come full circle because now I'm doing it in a way, and so are you, that isn't as, it's not in a box and it's like, it's you, right? You know, it's you, you are the brand, you are your room. You are, it's all a representation of everything that you are. And it's coming from your heart it's coming from your womb space because it's free right yeah it's just like it's just so funny because like how it totally comes like
0: full circle and it's like i think maybe university it's totally for me it was like okay yeah the whole calculus thing but also i think in my head i was probably like that's maybe that's not like an actual good career choice to be in a creative space like who am i to be like the creative person right then you like do the whole university thing, and I literally honestly did like a master's because I was like told you should get yeah. a master's because you need to if you want to get a job nowadays. Yeah, so, like I like I did more university. I was like, I look back, I don't like have regrets, but I mm-hmm. also like looking back, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like I just wouldn't have done that knowing that I literally like pretty much it didn't really go to any use. And that's well, funny. and and like that's that conditioning part. It is, yeah. And now I'm like redoing furniture on my own. Like literally, this like on Friday I like refurbished an old hutch and like paint it, and it's like so funny how it's like that. Like me as a kid, like loving that stuff is like now I'm like creating that space for it to just be a part of my life, even if it's not my career Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. But I can like do that and enjoy it. Well, and I think
1: that's where the fun part comes. So I, I even, you know, one of, another way in which we can get creative is like going after, like following where you're gifted, where you're naturally gifted and you're naturally gifted at creating beautiful spaces in in homes, right? And so now you're starting to do this as a point of pleasure, mm-hmm. which is what a huge other part of this is, is like this tapping into our pleasure, like okay. what you do for pleasure. That is another way you can kind of follow those pings. And I don't mean, and I do this too, but like, I don't mean like crashing in front of Netflix at the end of the day. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like giving you pleasure, turning you on, and how many people have created beautiful businesses from following pleasure? So, Nick, you may be posting a picture of this beautiful hutch that you refurbish, and someone goes, "Hey, I've got a hutch. Can you refurbish my hutch?" You Literally. know, and then oh my god, there's that like r- uh, ripple effect, right? And and it's and it's like boom, 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 and here goes a beautiful business, right? Yeah. I don't know that many. I mean, I could totally be making this up, but, um, you know, like the Insta famous interior designers, where they just started like showing corners of their homes and people yeah. were like, I want to hire that person. Did they go to school? I don't know. I don't think yeah. so. They probably just picked up stuff at the market and like totally. created something and it came from pleasure. Yes.
0: I think that actually does happen a lot, like in interior design stuff nowadays, or, even people who are creative with food, like a lot mm. of like food bloggers are just like started off, like I've read, like listened to podcasts where like they've been interviewed and like people ask them like, oh, like, how'd you know this was going to be your career? And they're like, I literally didn't. I, I was in university. Some of them were in maybe dietetics or nutrition. Some of them weren't even at yeah. all. And they're like, and I was on a health journey or I was like, doesn't even matter. And they're like, and I just started taking photos of my meals and then it grew. And now this is my full-time job. Because if yeah. are just doing it as like a passion project.
1: And that's where it gets, and I hate this because I see this online all the time, but it, it gets to be easy, but it does get to be easy when you're doing something you love. Yes. When you're not, it doesn't, it, when it's coming from a should, or if you're looking at your business or a product or something you're creating and you're creating because you think people will buy it mm-hmm. versus I am so in love with what I'm doing the difference in success is unbelievable. You know, if you're like, people will buy this, I should create this because, or this program or this, um, you know, it's not coming from you. It's not coming from source. It's coming from a should Mm -hmm. versus like, oh my gosh, I just created this. And now Oprah's calling me to to do her, like to design her home. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can feel the energy behind that. They can feel the, the desire and the passion and like, The pleasure that you have behind what you're doing. And that's where the success comes in.
0: Totally. And like, what would you say to people who maybe like, because I think we all have like a creative side to us. And obviously, let's be real, like, I think some people are just more naturally gifted in certain areas in terms of creativity. But like, in terms of like our day to day, whether you have a nine to five, whether you have a business, like, is there good ways to kind of tap into that creativity? But also not like force it because I, mm. I remember at the beginning of my business I would try to like time block like this is the day I do this this is the mm. day I do that, and that, even as like a type A person was not working for me, yeah. Because, I was like you know what I cannot force captions right now or design work, I need to do that a different day maybe today is like actually the midday and I just do invoicing.
1: Yeah, and I think, it's the exploration. Her. So like, at, like maybe one day you start with, I keep bringing knitting up and I don't know why, but knitting, <laughs> like, you know, like, I think there was like an Olympic athlete who's sitting, yes. he's just knitting because yeah. it's calming to him. Right. And some people are just drawn to knitting and not everyone's going to be drawn to knitting, but it's an exploration and it, it's, you have to be open to trying new things. Even if it's so small, maybe you're one of those people who are like, I can't, I can't cook. Mm-hmm. Well, challenge yourself, say, okay, I've got peppers, mushrooms, tomatoes. I'm not going to look at a recipe book and I'm just going to just go for it, you know, yeah. and just allow yourself to fail. That's a huge one. Allow yourself mm. to fail because even if you look at your day that you created, okay, here's my day. I'm scheduling my creative time and you just don't feel it. Okay. There's a, I'm 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 doing quotes, but like quote unquote failure of your planning, whatever, because it doesn't feel good. You know, it's not, you're not feeling inspired. You're not feeling into it. Okay. So we drop it today. Maybe tomorrow you're going to wake up and be like, Oh my God, I just had the best dream. And I want to, you know, write about it or post about it or something. You have to be willing to let some things go Mm -hmm. and also willing to F up. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and be in flow. And like, really, like even I was chatting with, I can't remember, I got, I got these pings when I'm like in the most ridiculous times. I get pings like at two in the morning. Of course. And so someone was like, okay, so you get pinged at two in the morning, voice note yourself at two in the morning so you can wake up the next day and move with that. Oh. You know, like just yeah. because it, yeah. like Or like I get, <laughs> sometimes I get these amazing creative hits when I'm teaching like a, a private client and I, and I have to go, Wait a second. And they don't care. Like they're, they're I just need to write something down. And they're like, oh, that's so funny. Or like, I'm so, I'm honored. It came when I'm, you know, you're working with me. So I write it down when it hits. And sometimes again, it, or like some people get really inspired in the shower. And so they'll like have a pen and paper beside the shower because there's water. It's cleansing. It's moving things. It's flowing, right? It's literally that flow of creative energy.
0: I feel like I've probably sent you voice notes or like other people voice notes too, and I'm like walking because I'm just like thinking, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to message like Martina or like someone about this idea, and I'm like huffing and puffing, being like, all right, so
1: yeah, (laughs) well, I have this idea in my head, (laughs) and it's that's another thing is like a willingness to do things differently. I know this coach, and she exclusively takes calls while she's walking in the woods, and she's like a million big gajillion dollar coach, but she only, she's like, I can only do it while I'm walking in the woods. And she's like, I thought my clients would look at me and, and say like, you know, this is so unprofessional. They don't care. as like you're, you're having these epic mind blowing moments, but the inspiration isn't coming from seated at a desk. It's coming from walking in nature. Yeah. Okay. So you have to be willing to do things differently.
0: Yeah. And like, I found something too, and this is like, maybe a little more relevant for business owners. Cause I don't know, like, for a long time since I had like a nine to five and obviously mm-hmm. there's a little bit of structure there, but it depends on how much freedom they give you, I guess. Yeah. Um but like even just it's like okay I know this week I have to get this done, this done, and this done. Like these are the main things. And I'll like roughly put them in my calendar. Mm. But if I feel like doing it the day before, yeah. I'll just do it and then especially if it's creative and then like push the other thing for later. Yeah. Because I like really I can kind of force admin work like whenever I need to, even if I don't really want to do it. It's like you can kind of like power through, but like I feel like creative work, you can't be like, I'm going to force myself to be (laughs) creative. It's like the other week, I'm like batching a bunch of like recipe content, obviously, because like this baby's coming. So I'm trying to like get prepared. And I had it for the weekday and I literally on a Sunday made this is like insane. I made like eight recipes. Oh my gosh. I had no idea what came over me. I had the ingredients somehow for all of these. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, I'm doing it on a Sunday. Yeah. It's, it's happening on a Sunday.
1: I'll just take a random day off during the week. But if you didn't do that, you'd go to like Monday or Tuesday and you'd, you'd get nothing. Nothing. You know, because you followed it. And I know, I know that's not really realistic for absolutely everybody. Totally. Like, again, like we said, having a nine to five job. But can you take a pause even like if you're at your job? And again, I'm not. I'm not being very nice right now. Not nice, but um, professional. But I'm like, can you take five minutes and go, oh my God, I have this amazing thought. I'm just going to write in my journal at Mm -hmm. work. You know, like, why not? Why not? It's five minutes. People take smoke breaks for longer, you know? So like take those minutes, those that you get that ping and then you can look back on it and then maybe get re-inspired. But it it doesn't have to be the day that you're thinking of, right? right? So yeah, like you said, you had it on a Sunday. That's not a typical day for people to do work. Mind you, as entrepreneurs, we have a lot more flexibility and, you know, access to to those things. But can you like let go of that structure? Can you let go and go, okay, so today I work, tomorrow I rest. Yeah. I clean the house on a Wednesday versus, I don't know, whatever people's cleaning days are or whatever, you know? So you have to be open to receiving the channel because that's what happened when Mm -hmm. you were in that zone. Yep. You were channeling something. If you want to go woo-woo, you're channeling something from your womb space, from source energy. And if you didn't, the universe is like, oh, okay. She's not willing to receive when I'm giving it to her. Yeah. I don't know when to come back because she's so stuck on this structure, on this schedule, on this way she's always done it. Yeah. I got to wait until she's willing to be open.
0: Right. I almost get like annoyed now when I like hear podcasts of like, from like business coaches and stuff being like you need to have this time. This is how I structure my day and blah, blah. And I'm like, I freaking tried that. Yeah. And like,
1: oh my I am like Coming from a
0: Capricorn, that's hilarious. <laughs> right? I'm like, I even tried that. And I'm like, miss like, get shit done. But I realized I actually got more stuff done. I was mm-hmm. more efficient and productive when I did what I felt like at the time. It's like, I've started to notice things about myself. Like I really am good at getting um, like, stuff I actually don't like doing it done in the morning yeah so like that's because that's when I'm like most high energy mm-hmm. so I'm like if there's like admin stuff I have to do or do some like contract work for other people that's like maybe not my own yeah. thinking and creative like outlet it's like I can just like rifle through stuff like first thing in the morning whereas yeah. before I'd be like on
1: Tuesdays this is what I'm doing it's like that makes me like well. And, but the thing is, it does work for some people, but for yes. me, it's like, and I, and you figure it out, right? Yeah. It just feels yuck because it feels limiting. Yeah. It's, to me
0: anyway. Totally. But like, like, okay. Anyone that's listening, like that, it wasn't like overnight. I was like, I'm just going to do this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that was like years of like retraining my mindset of being like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay. and Like I actually worked on like a full day on a Sunday. And it's okay that then I also take maybe Wednesday off. Yeah. And I don't actually also have to work Wednesday or I don't have to work the full day. Yes. Which I still, I feel like I have a hard time doing, but like also sometimes I do, I'm like, wow, I'm like really vibing today. It's going to take today off. But like, I honestly just feel like.
1: Well, and when you're doing something that gives you joy Mm -hmm. and you like love, yeah, you're going to want to do it. Right. Yeah. And the other thing with this is like maybe in six months, Nicole, obviously with baby and everything. <laughs> like that, in oh my general, God, yeah, I know. Sorry. Never but like in, in in six months, your your this quote unquote schedule that you have right now might shift. You may feel more tired in the morning and then the energy may come in the afternoon. And the totally. thing is you have to be willing to understand and listen to yourself and your body. Cause that's huge. Cause your body is literally the structure that is supporting your, basically like it's the, your body is the cup and your creative energy is the, the liquid that like right. I, in that mug example. So if you didn't and you kept resisting and kept resisting and going, no, this is how I do things. This is how I do things. This is how things are. Mm. It's not gonna be supported, but it, you have to be willing to go, okay, okay, right now in my life, in this situation, cause things can happen you need to be able to be a little bit more fluid, a little bit more flexible. Okay, you know what? I always had energy in the morning. This Friday, I feel exhausted. I'm going to sleep in.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you know what? You, because you slept in, because you honored that, because you honored your body, it's all of a sudden you have this like burst of energy and creative juice in the afternoon. You're like, yes. okay. But if you forced it the opposite way, it's going to go, well, you know, it's going to go hangwire.
0: Oh, that's been a lesson for me. It's like mm-hmm. me being so tired lately. And it's like, like, especially in the afternoon, it's like, sometimes I'll like, for almost like kind of force myself not to take a nap. And I'm like, why did I do that? Like, I didn't yeah. get anything done by sitting here staring at my screen, like moving like a freaking snail. Like, is why is
1: that much more exhausted? Right? Yeah.
0: Like, it makes no sense. I'm like, oh, well, no, I can power through today. It's like, that was, and like, I'm always like, that was really dumb. I, just, I know it right away. I'm like, an hour goes by and you're like, you know what have been a lot more productive? Napping. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and you'll see this online and I've seen this, like, I, I'm loving that this is being really, you know, prominent right now that rest is productive. Yeah. Because what if you had a dream in that nap and you woke up and you're like, oh my God, mind blowing. You know, I channeled something or as you're falling asleep, you're thinking about so, or processing something and you release something, you know, and yeah. Instead, you supported your nervous system so that later you had the energy to do all the things you desired to do, or you got this, like, you were more of an open channel to receive more creativity.
0: And, like, if you want to have some backup to the whole napping thing, too, I think for <laughs> per- the first season of this podcast, anyways, I did an interview with Brooke Hoenaddle, who's, like, a sleep consultant. Oh, cool. And she like, literally talks about obviously she understands people can't just like be in their like cubicle and be like, <laughs> I'm gonna take a nap Don't mind yeah. me. But like she actually talked about like how it's beneficial to take naps during the day and either like a 30 minute or a 90 minute like increment. Wow. And like how it can actually be like really beneficial. And she's like, think about it, like these European countries that like take breaks in the afternoon, like yep. you know have, like three hour like breaks in the
1: afternoon, they go back to work and they're like clear. I'm like,
0: imagine how much more productive we'd probably be. Like, think about like, I don't know if you ever had like the typical nine to five job or one that yeah. was, but like, I'm yep. thinking back to like what I did and I was like, okay, you eat your lunch and like you typically get, you know, a little bit sleepy after lunch. Yes. And like not quite focused and it takes you a while to kind of get back into work. And then you kind of like hit that 2 p.m. slump as well. You're like, your blood sugar is a little whack. Totally. And you're like drinking coffee and you're like, what did I even get done this afternoon? And you're just coasting until five hits, right? Yeah, it's like so bad. Like meanwhile, it's like my morning, it's like I need to be more productive because I can get more done in the morning. Like I can get a whole day done in the morning versus yeah. the afternoon where I'm just like, in the office, and just be like, totally out of it, <laughs> like, like the fluorescent lights. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, Like, yeah, be like a nap room in like places. I think there yeah. are days, like, I think you actually, some offices that are like a little more, you
1: know, I think that's why Google inc- like incorporated that. Like if you think about oh. that Google office, it's so bright and playful and childlike. And like, they're like, go into this room and get inspired, go into the meditation room, do your meditation, come mm-hmm. back with clarity, come back with more focus. Right. Gosh. So when you're just forcing yourself, like, and in like you said, like have another coffee. Okay. Well, now your nervous system is like. your adrenals are like hello I'm dying here your body can't focus on being a creative channel when it's like focusing on survival versus like literally you know (laughs) like your body like it's actual like function like it's
0: functioning like it's trying to survive it's not functioning like oh this would be a really great time to get into a creative flow and think of some new designs it's like yeah how do I survive yes until this person eats something oh they ate something oh it was a donut. <laughs> oh, oh I'm like let's do this all over again.
1: <laughs> exactly, and yeah. So there's that physiological, yeah, breast component. Then the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, right? So, oh, I like mm, I could never go back. <laughs>
0: I know. I'm like
1: stressing me out thinking about it. And <laughs> again, not to give anybody no. shade that is in 100%. that because I just want to reiterate that yeah. um, because some people are in jobs they absolutely love yeah. and it's amazing. And that's the hugest, the biggest thing. Um, And I also wanted to just briefly say that sometimes it's, it can feel really lonely when you don't have that passion mm-hmm. uh, or you haven't found that creativity or you haven't found that purpose. It can feel like a really lonely place but just to know that, you know, you're not alone. And as woo-woo and weird as it say it sounds, you're always supported. You just have to be open to say, like, I, I need help. You, you know, even, like, set a little mantra or prayer or intention, like, I'm open to receive or I'm open to being creative today, you know, and challenge yourself in those moments where you're typically not creative or you're not willing to, to shift your schedule around, you know, saying... I'm really tired this morning. I'm going to move that client. And I promise you that client will be okay with it. I promise because they're going to feel like, oh, she just set a boundary or that person, they just set a boundary and, you know, they want to come to this meeting or this session so prepared and in it and present that they're willing to do that for themselves and their body that they're going to be like more impressed. Right. Now,
0: one final question for me. Mm -hmm for someone like maybe especially like I'm thinking more like the nine to five people who like maybe don't have as much flexibility to be creative yeah um, or maybe they do want to or maybe it's a business owner and they kind of want to tap into that is there anything you can do in the morning or the evening to kind of set your day up or maybe end your day to kind of promote that creativity so it's if especially if you do have those restrictions during mm-hmm. your work day
1: yeah I think a huge thing is like body flow and movement mm. and I say flow and movement because I don't think like it's like again it doesn't have to be so structured like yeah yoga helps but what if you just like and I'm just flailing my around, but like <laughs> shake it out like literally like shake out your day like if you were at night shake it out in the morning like get the energy and and, and things flowing because you know emotions are energy in motion when we're stuck in an emotion we're stuck in a, a situation and we can't we feel blocked and stagnant like we gotta shake it out let it go release it whether mm-hmm. that is a one minute meditation whether that's like setting an intention taking a cup of tea or a, a sip of your tea or yeah like really flowing with the movement and like I'm like I mean like just let your body take over right. um I think that is so powerful because it actually gets you in your body so it's like, it's allowing you to get in here, ground you, remove the distractions, um, you know, TV, people, stimulants, anything, and get you into that space where you can feel more grounded and, and connected to source. Mm-hmm. And, and again, just, you know, or journaling, like, you know, you could journal, you could write it out. If you wrote, wrote out all of the things that feel really like that turn you on, you know, what turns me on right now? what's feeling like I'm, I'm really drawn to, mm-hmm. and look at even like the accounts you follow on social media. Like, yeah. what are the ones you're like, I can't wait to see what they're posting or like their stories or like, you know what I mean? Cut the part, like, what do you call it? Like cutting, not cutting the fat. And there's like cutting the fat. I don't like, yeah, yeah. So, like, like, like get rid of the dull weight that if you're following these people that are like, just triggering you in the opposite direction, you feel like shame and like shit. And like, yeah. you know, Not good enough, then mute them. (laughs) And it's because I know a lot of I I do it, I shit at this, but like I look at my phone in the first thing (laughs) in the morning, right? And it's like, oh God, now I feel a certain kind of way. Am I feeling inspired or am I feeling stifled?
0: Yeah. Even if the person's not doing something that's actually like bad per se, sometimes it's like it's maybe your own, yeah, your own stuff too that's like causing this reaction, but that's probably means that you need to like set that boundary. for yourself or even not get too much into it because then maybe start overthinking your own let's say your business owner your own stuff and you're like maybe I should be doing that yeah that feeling even maybe that's like another boundary to set
1: and and I know it sucks so much but it could be your best friend
0: you know it could be but
1: like and and they don't know if you've been muted and you can always unmute them and you can back in but if you're like let's say really in the zone. And you're like so excited about something you're going to offer. And then you see one post of somebody who's like doing something the same, but different or, you know, you, same product. And you're like, oh, why yeah. didn't I, like, there goes your energy. There goes it your is. vibe. There goes your frequency that's going to attract the people or attract more creative channeling or anything and and as women sorry and this is kind of a deeper one oh, no. we're so creative from our womb space that's mm-hmm. where our creative en- energy comes in and i think i did tap a little bit into this in the last podcast but you know healing connecting in reverence to your womb space that's where you create that's rebirth that's regeneration mm-hmm. that's where it all stems from that's that portal to more so you know p- placing your hands on your womb that's why they always say that one hand on your heart one hand on your belly one hand on your womb oh it's that heart like this <laughs> comes from place of love this comes from place of joy and and source the amount of times i probably did that with
0: you or like other like <laughs> <laughs> practitioners like one hand on your stomach one on your heart i'm just like okay
1: like yeah doing it yeah. Now, now it all makes sense. Yeah. And it, hand to heart, hand to womb is healing because we have the energy within us and we're healing those places, uh, releasing blocks and creating the space for us to channel more, more love, more joy, more creative energy, more source energy, you know, yeah. more rebirth, re- regeneration. Well, I just learned something new. I know I always do this like the last hot hot 2nd like,
0: I'm just going <laughs> to leave you guys with a little yeah. tidbit of information. Well, I mean, anytime I talk to you, I'm like, I'm learning stuff. I'm just like, wow, I could just like listen to you talk all day. just it's <laughs> why I love like, having you on the podcast because I like, kid you not, it's going to sound maybe a little creepy. I don't care. No. I've literally had people like in my community, like say, I can't listen to Martina just like talk all day.
1: Oh, and I was like, I, I know, that. right?
0: Like, oh, that's like whether it's like meditation sweet. or like podcast stuff, it's just like, I feel like you just like channel too when you're like in
1: this. I like think category. I do. I kind of black out and I have no idea. What after I'm like, what did I just say? I hope it was okay. <laughs>
0: you're like listening back like did I say anything like embarrassing. No, you're always yeah. like, <laughs> like, it sounds so natural in flow. So,
1: oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. But
0: thank you again for being I'm on the too. podcast. I love, I love that you're it. like going to be like a regular guest.
1: Oh, isn't? I love it
0: it's yeah because you and i could just chat forever oh my god well, we talked like a half hour before we even started recording that's per <laughs> usual so you know it is yep. what it is but yes. i think people know where to find you but if they don't can you plug yourself
1: yeah so i hang out mostly on instagram so at martina biljan m-a-r-t-i-n-a-b-i-l-j-a-n And that's where you'll find my offers and, you know, coaching and copywriting and branding and programs that I have as well that that actually tap into more your creative part. So I do have programs that you can learn from, learn from, uh, learn from and, and live from really like get into that zone and channel.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you again. And I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah.
1: Amazing. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and don't forget to join the conversation over on socials at Simply Nick Nutrition and online at simplynicknutrition.com.